You're listening to the One Young World Diaries, a Deloitte Indonesia podcast that brings you conversations on social impact issues and everything on One Young World, the biggest young leaders platform, with me, Gia, as your host throughout the series. Enjoy! Hi everyone, this is Gia here and welcome to the One Young World Diaries podcast from Deloitte Indonesia. Today we have a really exciting session. We have um, a guest with us today, Mr. Agung Bimo Listianu, who is a key account manager at Johnson & Johnson. Hey everyone. He is also a One Young World Ambassador for 2018 and 2019, very lucky. And amazingly, he's a co-founder of Carbon Ethics. So yeah. hi, <laughs> welcome Bimo. Um, thank you so much for, for your time today. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yes. Um, well, you know, the point of this podcast is that we really wanted to spread as much of the message that us as One Young World Ambassadors took in during the summit and then pass it on to those that weren't able to attend. And the messages were just so amazing. So I really wanted to get your input because, um, yeah, I think you had a special experience, particularly last time in the London summit. If you can describe what the 2019 One Young World experience for you in like one sentence, what would it be? (laughs) <laughs> so I, <laughs> well, one year work for me is life-changing experience. It is an eye-opener that makes me believe that I can make a difference, not in the future, but today. And there's no limitation. Amazing. That is true. Um, I also felt true, the right? exhilarating <laughs> energy. Yeah. It's just like everyone can make a difference as small as changes it is. Yeah. So what is your personal reason to join One Young World in the beginning? Okay. Funny thing. One Young World is my dreams uh, summit six years ago. Wow. <laughs> so I was in college. Yeah. So I was in college and I'm uh, leading a youth organization called ISEC in Bandung City. And at that time, I believe it was tremendous networking opportunities and being inspired by the speakers and fellow delegations. But then, you know, six years come by and last year, my dreams comes true. Got selected as JNJ One Young World Delegates in the Hack Summit. And now this year in London, I dream for one summit, but I go to later on. That is <laughs> So that's amazing. my story. <laughs> that is amazing amazing um that also shows just like if you try really hard even if it takes a long time like you'll get there slowly but surely um i also have to introduce everyone here bimo is one of the speakers for one of the plenary sessions in the one young world and he made us indonesians super proud because his speech was bold outstanding can you tell a little bit about your experience speaking in front of 2000 brilliant minded delegate and other really renowned speakers like how was that for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that was surreal i think it's beyond my imaginations i never thought that i was selected as speakers because they said that it's very competitive this year competition sure to become the speaker but i'm really grateful that i had the opportunity being on the stage i don't think that's important but my cause being heard by everyone that yeah. i'm speaking for uh, the environmental health and what's happening to my country and the most important thing i can introduce my initiative carbon ethics and got people to 
know how to involve English initiative. Can you explain a little bit about this carbon ethic? What ignited your mission? How did you start? And importantly, how can people get on board if they're interested? Okay, so let me share to you about what's happening last year because collaborating with my, with my fellow One Young World ambassadors from DP and Unilever from last year to create an initiative called Carbon Ethics. So this is on top of our world project inside office because we want to create difference not only in our office but also outside because I believe community needs us and Carbonetics itself is an NGO from Indonesia we educate reduce and offset the carbon footprint of individuals and institutions wow. yeah and we the co-founder having this to make change for environmental health and we want to do something for our country and we develop this carbon calculator to calculate your carbon emissions then through social media we campaign about low carbon lifestyle like simple step how to reduce carbon then it is time for you to offset by absorbing those carbon back to the earth in which we done that by conserving blue carbon such as planting mangrove seagrass seaweed and coral yeah you know because we believe that this ecosystem can absorb huge amount of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere yeah wow. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's <laughs> our initiative <laughs> so so just to clarify so you met fellow Indonesian one young world delegates who weren't yes. from your company but you met there you yeah, network you connected and then you were all just passionate about this environmental mission and then you guys got together and created carbon ethic really important mission especially about the climate crisis that is occurring right now amazing about like if if we're talking about sustainable development we cannot you know compete within corporation we have to collaborate i think that's the point we young people we have to do something together Mm -hmm. because if we company resources we can do something to change the world that is so true i think another point that we learned at One Young World, and I'm sure this resonated with the other ambassadors as well, is that when you are fighting for a cause, including the sustainable development goals, is that you put your ego aside. You put your achievement aside. That's not the main objective is maximizing that impact. It wouldn't be your name that is being known, but your collaboration Mm -hmm. that you are forging, right? I mean, you're already inspiring me to mobilize my movement. So I think collaboration, you're right. It's absolutely important. So how can people get on board if they want to do more with carbon ethics, if they want to reduce their emissions, and then if they do reduce it, they can offset with your blue carbon initiative. So if you want to take climate action with us, you actually can donate or you can calculate your carbon footprint with our carbon calculator. And then later on, you can offset with us or you can join EcoTrip where you can having fun and then, you know, planting trees together, snorkeling, free diving to plant coral. You can discuss also climate change with us in the trip and you can visit our instagram at carbon ethics where you can find all of the information there this is amazing i'm sure that people from all over the world who are listening to this are going to go like i want to go snorkeling (laughs) and save the earth at the same time like what better way to spend your time um can you explain a little bit more because climate crisis it's getting more urgent these days for obvious reasons so can you explain a little bit what is blue carbon before like i am explaining about blue carbon i i will explain about why we should like conserving blue carbon because climate change climate emergency we all know that but then it is very broad i think and the most important thing is that to understand what is happening around us by reading more papers articles documentaries and educate yourself about what's happening Mm -hmm. in climate emergency like sea level rise and then ocean acidification coral bleaching and 
And from that, you, you should think about the simple thing that you can do in your daily life. So in my part, I'm allowing more people to, um, you know, having the platform to plant blue carbon by just calculating the carbon emission and offset. So I, uh, to be honest, like when we create this carbon ethics, we want all of the corporate activists who doesn't really have time to contribute for the planet. They can just, you know, donate to us us and then let us execute it and so we want people more accessible if you they want to contribute for the environment and why is it blue carbon because well indonesia is actually having this huge reservoir of blue carbon consists of um, mangrove seagrass and then corals and then salt marshes um, actually this blue carbon ecosystem is degraded faster than it's conserved so it stores a lot of carbon uh, in the you know in the earth and um, when it breaks down when the people destroy it it's actually emitting carbon back to the atmosphere so <laughs> it's very you know it's it's very frustrating when when uh, when now we're talking about hey stop using plastic stop using single use um, mm -hmm. straw but then we're facing a bigger challenge, which is uh, climate. Stopping single-use plastic is good, but then if you're allowing destructions of forests and then blue carbon is happening, you're actually contributing to bigger climate change. Right, impact. right. So we choose to focus on blue carbon because it stores a lot of more carbon that, than the trees. Like, for example, mangrove. Mangroves can absorb 10 times more carbon than the trees in the land. Wow. So, yeah, and also like the seagrass can absorb like 30 times versus the terrestrial trees. So we're thinking about like what's the actions that is efficient and then, you know, big fish thumb, then we can, you know, absorb those carbon into the atmosphere. So we choose blue carbon from that perspective. Oh, that's so amazing. So you plant these, the seagrass and the mangroves on the seabed of of the, the oceans in Indonesia mm -hmm. or the coastal areas in Indonesia? The coastal areas. So we plant in a thousand islands. So we know that still ever rising, um, the impact will be directly um, felt by the people in coastal communities. So we want to protect them by, you know, building the mangrove wall. So because mangrove can actually contribute to the, not only for uh, like attracting the fish as fish nurseries, but also like preventing the coastal erosions. And also, you know, uh, by preventing coastal erosions, it will stay on the level as it is. So people won't get, you know, lost in the lands. Also the seagrass, the corals is actually, you know, preventing from the you know, wave and everything to this coastal destruction. So they are actually protecting it. So, oh, so many, so many social benefits from that. And we see that this is a good move for protecting our people in the coastal. So you actually have already like seen direct impacts from you planting mangroves Im almost immediately, yeah. especially for the coastal areas. And obviously then you've received a lot of support from the coastal communities that benefit from it that's really really amazing so how many mangroves so far have you planted or seagrass that you and your organization have planted yeah so before one young world it's 3,000 mangrove and then 100 seagrass 100 seaweed but then right now after one young world so many people contributing donating offsetting to carbon ethics so the amount is kind of double for the mangrove <laughs> and also, yeah not necessarily double but then like one 
one and a half times and then seagrass, for example, from 100 to 500. It's, it's very happy to see the incremental, but then what we really aim for, not only about planting this and then, you know, the environment forgive your sin for, for you know, emitting carbon, but the right mindset is actually uh, you have to be carbon conscious at the first place. You have yes. to know, like, changing your lifestyle, you have to be aware that after, like, like what kind of activities in this world that you do is actually contributing for carbon emissions. So that's the most important thing before you offset. That's what we are trying to do because we don't want to like, hey, I want to donate and then, okay, I can fly, I can travel, yeah, you know, that's right. emitting all of the carbon, unnecessary carbon. I think you were mentioning that it's really important that carbon ethics avoid the greenwashing attempts of a lot yes. of corporations or, yes. or, you know, just people yeah. in general. And that's why you are pushing for obviously the, the first part, which is to really encourage the reduction of, of carbon emissions and carbon mm. footprint by everyone. Yeah. This is so enlightening for me. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is really, really cool. I think that people, whoever is listening to this, if you guys are interested in really reducing your carbon footprint, uh, please check out their Instagram page, Carbon Ethic. And yeah, learn about it more because I sure am. And I can see that you personally, even in your personal account, that you are really doing significant things to reduce your personal carbon footprint as well, like buying sustainable materials, even basic toothbrush and toothpaste that is organic and sustainable rather than encouraging kind of like industry that contributes to most of the emissions. I think that one of the points that I also wanted to raise here, because this session, obviously, you know, we're talking about environmental health, planetary health. And in Indonesia, you and I were both Indonesians, and we know just how immediate and how often environmental degradations occur in our country. So what can we do to kind of make everyone more aware? And what can every single listener in this podcast do to kind of increase the awareness and help people to become more aware about this climate crisis we're in? So the interesting thing is that when I read scientific paper, it stated that Jakarta is sinking 15 cent a year mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. government knows it i don't think most people knows it in jakarta yeah and they're yeah. really you know yeah yeah you yeah. <laughs> you've seen that right and okay so jakarta is saying then so what so that's the common reactions from my friends but then i think it's kind of difficult making it to be viral because i think what we can do is that changing ourselves that's the mm-hmm. most that is the easiest way Yes. So whenever whenever we are like, for example, me in my office and in my church, in my Sunday service and also in my family, I always advocating these issues to them. And I really believe in ripple effect. So whenever uh, you stand what you stand and you spoke what you are advocating, I, I think people will ask like, why you do that? Why you do these things differently? Why you stop plastic? And when they know like why you're doing it, it makes sense for them. They will spread also to another people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I've seen as well in my office, I think they see also like why I'm doing carbon, I'm doing free plastic and everything. And also in my family, I think that's the easiest thing that we can do. So that's really, right. Rather than you can paint it about environment, but you don't even live it. Yeah. So the most important thing is educating yourself and live by your own and let people see the change in you. I think that's the easiest way that you can do to influence people. Wow. Bravo. 
<laughs> yeah, I think, yes. So everyone who is listening to this, start educating yourself first. If you don't feel the immediate impact of climate change per se, or, or you feel it's not impacting you, read up because it is impacting you and our future now. I think this is a really fantastic session that you helped enlighten us. Be more, but before we end it, as a final closing statement, usually in our podcast, I just ask if you, as Bimo, could speak to the youth of today and you only had 30 seconds, <laughs> what would you say? So I probably quoting from my speech in One Young World. <laughs> oh, great. We, I love okay. that speech. So uh-huh. go ahead. So you're young people. Just remember that you are powerful. Your voice needs to be heard and you can make a difference. However, you will be more powerful when you collaborate cross corporation, government, policymaker, and not for profit institution. It's time to use your power. That's it. <laughs> Amazing. <It's time. laughs> I hope the podcast listeners can hear just how loud my <laughs> clapping is. I'm like, woo! <laughs> I love this. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So just to wrap this up, guys, that take this all in, like listen to this podcast once or twice or three times if you need. Take notes from Bimo and his initiative and, and his message because it's true. You guys do have power and you just have to take it upon yourself and forge collaborations in the future. So yes, thank you so much, Bimo, for your time. Uh, really love the session. Uh, yeah. So um, I guess this is the end of the podcast. So see you guys. Um, everyone um yeah and talk to you all later bye-bye thank you bye-bye thanks for joining us this week on one young world diaries make sure to follow deloitte indonesia's podcast so you'll never miss out on hearing from today's youth change makers and one young world ambassadors see you on the next episode